Hi friends, I'm Tierney. And I'm Shelby. And we're dead Dead drunk. drunk. Thanksgiving is a time usually spent with family. If you're my family, this day also includes a lot of alcohol and trying to avoid politics. Thanksgiving looks a little different these days, though, amidst a global pandemic. But for the Guy family, Thanksgiving has been different for about four years. You probably saw this case all over the internet recently, but in 2016, the Guy family spent their last Thanksgiving together. You already know from the title, but this Thanksgiving, we're talking about the case of Joel Guy Jr. I'm so excited for this. I know that you're so excited for this. I <laughs> I'm mostly excited because I don't I can't believe that you didn't know about it. I maybe you guys mentioned it. I mean, I can definitely see Katie mentioning it. It seems like something she sent me unsolicited. But <laughs> on Snapchat, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the the final sentencing happened literally last week. So I get I don't know. It's been like I feel like it's been a buzz in the media recently. And it's just like so crazy that Oh yeah, I, I people talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I I've been in the dark with this one. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I was like, "Hey, do you want to do this for next week?" and Tierney's like, "Wait, we could talk about the guy who boiled heads." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to give something away for you guys. I'm sure you all already know. But like, I literally said, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "How do you not know?" But yeah, so that's what we're doing. But um, happy Thanksgiving to all of you. I hope you are spending it in a safe way and eating lots of food and watching football. Yeah, happy Turkey Football Day. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it's literally what it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what other people see in it. I, I was pretty excited to not have to have a big gathering in food this year, but we're Italian, so I guess even global pandemics don't stop it. <laughs> yeah um adam and i are having our own little thanksgiving we're gonna zoom people but that's so cute <laughs> yeah we're making a little turkey john will probably maybe i could try and get my family to play among us and we can have an among us thanksgiving <laughs> <laughs> that's so fun <laughs> that's exciting uh but as i mentioned earlier i like to drink on thanksgiving so let me tell you about the cocktail solid transition <laughs> Thank you. I, it was a little rough, but I think I got there. You you, you got it. <laughs> so because our case takes place in Tennessee, and as Shelby alluded to uh, earlier, this is not the only cocktail connection this week, but uh, I'm just going to save it for later. We're drinking the hot Tennessee toddy from MyMilitarySavings.com, which was like a weird website title, but that's where My Military whatever. Savings? Yeah. I was like, what is this? Like a infomercial or something i don't know like a coupon website i don't know that's really strange like so but they do they cocktail, not have so. any savings do they just I are they just no striking? idea <laughs> i googled hot tennessee cocktail and this came up and i was like bet so All right. what you're gonna do is take jack daniels honey a stick of cinnamon and lemon juice and put it all into a mug and then just top it with some boiling hot water 
And there you have a hot Tennessee toddy, perfect for the cold weather. That's really it. I just I thought there was more to a hot That's toddy. That's really <laughs> it. It's well, a regular hot toddy I think is like tea. Uh, right? Yeah, I thought I thought so. But the hot Tennessee toddy is just Jack Daniels honey cinnamon lemon juice water. So in theory, you could just put it sounds like it'd be good, especially Jack if you're like honey in there. Sick. You could put Jack Honey in there and then just add the lemon and the cinnamon or Jack Fire and then just add the honey and the lemon. Oh, my God. You're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Daniels is so smart. They're making it so you could buy yeah. Jack Honey and Jack Fire. and Or you do a shot of Jack Honey, a shot of Jack Fire, and then cinnamon and hot water <laughs> and lemon. And then you have cinnamon tea. <laughs> <laughs> So however you want to drink this cocktail, pour it up. And are you ready for the case? Drink up, dead drunkies. Yay. In 2016, Joel Guy Jr. was 28 years old. Originally from Tennessee, Joel was enrolled at Louisiana State University, where he had been taking classes for nine years. Wait, what? (laughs) He was was, in college for nine years? Yeah. To be a doctor or just because he's stupid and doesn't like money? (laughs) <laughs> yes, he wanted to be a doctor, but I also think he was taking too long. Oh. I, he wasn't in, like, med school. It was just... Oh, okay. Also, wait, quick side note. Do you think he ever went by JGJ? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. Because <laughs> that would require friends, and I'm assuming he didn't... Uh. <laughs> I, I, I not, did not hear anything about friends. <laughs> this case okay okay so joel jr had never had a job and so his parents lisa and joel senior put everything on hold to support him financially although lisa wanted to retire from her job she decided to stay working so she could pay his rent and so he could pursue his dreams of being a plastic surgeon which i guess he always talked about and was apparently taking courses to get him going in that direction but Nine years later, he's still not in med school, so I don't know. But in 2016, Joel Sr. was actually laid off, and that's when him and Lisa decided that they had supported Joel Jr. long enough, and they told him he was going to have to get his shit together. Lisa planned to eventually retire, and the couple were going to sell their house and downsize. That seems totally fair. Yeah. After nine years, it's like, okay, we've given you plenty of help. You need to to be an adult. You're You're 28 years old. Yeah, I mean, he. why did he have to pay rent? You could just live with them, right? I don't understand. Well, he was attending Louisiana University, and his parents oh, lived in Tennessee. Okay. So he okay, lived okay. far away. So this did not really go over well with Joel Jr., which is why it was especially weird when his siblings noticed that he was in a very good mood on November 24th, 2016, which was Thanksgiving Day. Family described Joel as normally being quite withdrawn so his friendly demeanor was almost alarming to them (laughs) big red flag like yeah he's friendly (laughs) oh my god jgj is acting nasty (laughs) better get stay out of his way fuck that shit oh my god yeah can you imagine being that thanksgiving and then this guy who normally sucks comes in he's like hey everybody and you're like (laughs) no. <laughs> what's wrong with jgj <laughs> yeah i don't know why but i'm sticking with it i really like jgj <laughs> so the monday after thanksgiving 
Lisa did not show up to work. And this was especially worrisome to her boss because she had a meeting that morning that she wouldn't have missed. This becomes even more unnerving when we find out that Joel Jr.'s sisters could not get a hold of their father or their stepmother all weekend. Oh, so, okay. So the sisters are also out of the house? Yes, they're, I think they're older and they're from Joel Sr.'s first marriage. Oh, okay. And then Joel Jr. is the son of Lisa and Joel Sr. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they all have families and children and stuff. Oh, okay. But they yeah. were checking in and, okay, that's, yeah. This they is were scary. at Thanksgiving. They and then went they... home and then they never heard from them again. Oh, my God. So they were nervous and I would be too. Yeah. On Monday night, police arrived at Joel Sr. and Lisa's residence to do a welfare check where they happened upon probably the weirdest crime scene ever. Officer Jeremy McCord, the lead officer on the case, says that they tried the front door before they ended up getting through the garage. When they walked in, they immediately felt very warm. The temperature was very high in the house. They saw a few wallets and a purse on the kitchen table, as well as a hammer and a cell phone. Before they noticed that the stove was on and there was a covered pot on the burner. (gasps) They then walked into the living room where they observed feces on the floor, which probably belonged to the dog. Although I don't believe that the dog was in the house. Next was the dining room where they saw a few long guns on the table, as well as a doorknob and a red velvet cake. Uh, uh, What? (laughs) i just don't understand (laughs) yeah none of this makes any sense but once they walk upstairs mccord says quote the world does a 180 everything gets turned upside down mccord said he observed sharp instruments clothing and a bucket on the floor as well as reddish brown staining on the carpet and the wall which i mean Mm -hmm. was probably blood The way their house is set up, you can see right down the hallway from the stairs, which is where McCord saw more reddish-brown staining and on the floor, a pair of hands. Not connected to anything, just the hands. They were completely on their own. Oh, my God. Okay. In the master bedroom, there was a plastic tarp covering a bed and the bed was made. The bathroom is even more disturbing and McCord actually has a hard time even describing what he saw, which was two large tubs filled with body parts that were liquefying. Oh, he says he, quote, will never get those smells out of my head or my dreams. I imagine it's just horrifying the smells of those things. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Upon going back downstairs, it was determined that in the pot boiling on the stove was a severed head which belonged to his mother, Lisa. Oh, my God. I know that you told me that and like I I told all you guys that in the beginning, but still. Yeah. Also, when looking at the thermostats that were in the house, there were two of them. One of them was set to 90 degrees. The other one read 94 why so they were turned all the way up and to speed up the decomposition process but yeah it it still wouldn't have it just doesn't make a lot of it doesn't make any sense but also at the crime scene officers found a backpack 
that belonged to Joel Jr. And inside was a notebook. And the contents of this notebook were extremely disturbing. So, of course, I will read them for you. But not before a word from this week's sponsor. (laughs) This episode was brought to us in part by, you guessed it, The Drifting Souls. The Drifting Souls is a boutique that we love and we think you guys will love them too. They sell drinkware, t-shirts, sweatshirts, and other cool things that make the perfect gift for your friends, family, or honestly for yourself. When I was browsing this morning, I had to seriously refrain from ordering everything on the site. The next thing I need is the shirt that says alcohol first, then relatives, because getting through any holiday like Thanksgiving without alcohol is not possible. We love that the Drifting Souls is a women-run business because, to quote True Crime Obsessed, say it with me, let the women do the work! Every order is also custom printed just for you, so you know you're getting the highest quality product every single time. If you order by December 6th, your order is guaranteed to arrive by Christmas, but why wait? Head over to thedriftingsouls.com to shop now and make sure to use our code D-E-A-D-D-R-U-N-K for 20% off at checkout. That's thedriftingsouls.com and use code DEADDRUNK at checkout for 20% off. And here's what was in the gross notebook. Woohoo! <laughs> so... S- solid transition there, <laughs> T. Woo! Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so, the first page looked kind of like a to-do list. Okay, love lists. It says, killing. Oh, I'm immediately Get- off of this list. <laughs> Get knives, quiet, multiple. Get carving knives to make small pieces. Get sledgehammer, crush bones. Bring blender and food grinder, grind meat. Get bleach, denature proteins. Get plastic bin for denaturation process. Does not matter where they're killed. Just get rid of bloody spots to prevent evidence of time of death. Not the mattress or couches. Get rid of bodies inside the house. There and my DNA already there. Flush chunks down toilet. Not garbage. Get plastic sheeting for disposal process. He crossed out get hollow point bullets just in case. And then said, we'll be seen buying bullets. Just use computer room gun." Check to make sure there are bullets. Last resort. He's not alive to claim her half of the insurance money. All mine. $500,000. Flood the house. uh, Covers up forensic evidence. Turn heater up as high as it goes. Speeds up composition. Or decomposition. Speeds decomposition. Sorry. It's okay. Bleach reacts with luminol just like blood. Douse area with bleach. Big sprayer? Lie? Trash compactor? Question mark? Body gives time of death alibi. Don't have to get rid of body if there is no forensic evidence on the body. His fingerprints and DNA. That one's all in capital letters. Oh, Wait, so was the idea to frame his father for it? I think he had a lot of different ideas, one of which was, yeah, to make it look like a murder-suicide. And there's more pages that we'll get into 
that whole thing. It. I mean, because I just couldn't even, I can't even see the plan functioning correctly had he not left all of the exp- exp- explanation there for the police. Like, he oh, just. There's more. There's, like, way more. <laughs> it's crazy. So, the next page says, minimize things I touch throughout visit. Wear gloves and socks to present fingerprints and footprints. Drop something down the garbage disposal to break it. Get him on the ground fixing it. Kill him with the knife. Clean up mess from him before she gets home. Kill her with knife. Then it he, he had crossed out kill dog after and put above it leave dog fingerprints take dog with you. Oh, so I, okay. I think that he ended up taking the dog to. I don't know if he did or not, because there was the feces on the ground. That was I don't think he killed the dog, though. OK. Place her in shower. And then he he had originally written place her in shower with dog, but had crossed that out because he decided to not kill the dog. Mm-hmm. So thank God he's not that much of a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The killing of animals is really where. Where yeah. I draw the psychopathic line. Yeah. Turn on hot water and point at her to get rid of forensics. Remove her clothes and take them with me for disposal. Place him in a plastic bin and use it to get him into the upstairs bathroom. Cut off his arm and plant his flesh under her fingernails. Like, I guess to make it look like there was a struggle like between them. Place her hand with his DNA so that his DNA is not washed away by shower. Use sodium hydroxide to destroy his soft tissue and soften bones for transport. Baste once every hour to accelerate. Flush sodium hydroxide down the toilet. Wash out bin with handheld shower head and then direct handheld into toilet to flush everything out of the pipes and into the public waterway. Dow's killing rooms kitchen question mark with bleach place hair curler with flammable paper and flammable containers of gasoline in four locations his killing room her killing room his bathroom her bathroom wipe down areas near killing rooms and bathroom turn heaters up to 90 degrees to melt fingerprints and dry everything I don't think fingerprints melt I think that was an idiotic right. thing to I say. don't yeah Set her phone to send me a text message late Sunday to prove that I was in BR, Baton Rouge, and she was, quote unquote, alive. Leave through the front door and wipe down doorknobs. Timer for flammables set for Friday at 10 a.m. Sunlight masks fire, but not smoke. Um... Basically saying that, like, so everybody in the neighborhood would be at work and they won't report the fire. Oh, okay. Then the next page is assets. First says her assets, her life insurance, $500,000. With him missing slash dead, I get the whole thing. All her other assets are go to him if missing, unknown if he is dead. His assets are the Knoxville house. Includes all joint property of missing when he gets all joint property. Also gets debt, homeowner's insurance, possibly, but probably worthless after fire. Oh, $100,000. And then the other house, sure, sure, somethingville. I, I can't read it. 
It's like his mm-hmm. handwriting is not very good. House appraised <laughs> at four hundred thousand dollars plus, worthless, with somebody on property. Her okay. car, his SUV, his boat, his old truck, and then under his car, his her car, his SUV, he put not paid for, and then the boat and the old truck are paid for. His four hundred one k eighty thousand dollars, possibly less. After taxes, mm-hmm. he could possibly have savings and or investment accounts. Then the next page says destruction of bodies. Composition of body, 20% fat, 20% protein, 55% water, 5% other components. And then the last page says ultraviolet light shows fingerprints. Check mail before leaving. To get rid of blood, use peroxide with hemoglobin with an arrow and bleach with DNA with an arrow. And that was it. Okay, so I have I have a couple problems with his his plan. Uh, only a couple. <laughs> I mean, it's really a plethora. I have so many. It's just like so. I understand your setup. Solid setup with like the DNA under the fingernails. That's a solid setup. I feel, but who? I mean, like, are we to believe that he cut like he that his father? cut her up and then cut off her hands and then just like left them in the hallway and then like well I know we weren't supposed to see any of that but like because it was supposed to catch on fire right and nobody was supposed to actually see the inside of the house well yeah so he had like a couple a couple options I think he had thought out a couple pathways for all of this to go depending on what happened but as we see that he was in college for nine years he doesn't really follow through on things so as we get farther into the story we'll find that he didn't finish oh he didn't because i didn't see any mention of hair curlers so he didn't set up set that up he, did he? he didn't get to finish uh. so the murders didn't go exactly as planned because Joel accidentally cut his hand during the attack on his father and decided to drive first to Walmart to get um, to get bandages for his hand and then back to Baton Rouge so that he could be treated at the student clinic. And I think in his brain, he figured that that would give him an alibi that he was there. Okay, so he, he killed his father and then just left the body there? He killed both of them, but oh, okay. So, and then when okay, we'll get into what the uh, the actual timeline of events. Right. It's not. I mean, he didn't finish, so it's not like a lot of events. But this, yeah, yeah it feels like a. It feels very Christopher Porco. Honestly, it feels it's very yeah. Porco. It's, You're totally right. <laughs> it's just somebody that wanted to mooch off of their parents for the rest of their yeah. lives. Yeah. But, and apparently can't succeed in any way on their own. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not not saying that, like, I wish he'd succeeded at getting away with these murders, but, like, he already put so much work in. It's like yeah. ha- going to college for nine years. You already did so much. Can't you just yeah, finish? But, yeah. <laughs> and But now they're, they're taking away the money, so what is he going to do? He needs to get money, so he's going to get their life insurance. That's his plan. I just, I understand that. I just, I don't fully grasp... I don't think it was a well thought out plan, you know, like it, it makes sense to make it look like a murder suicide, but without the suicide person 
how can they say that? Like without J JG Senior, how are they gonna? How would they have made that assumption? It just doesn't make any sense. I don't. I I feel like he was very scatterbrained. Like he tried to plan everything, but a lot of things just didn't come to fruition the yeah. way that he ex- expected them to. That's what was so startling with the notes is there's so much research in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it's just crazy that it I don't know, you couldn't even I don't know. Again, I didn't I don't want him to have succeeded, but right. It's just crazy. Yeah. It's an it's an insane case. So he went to Baton Rouge to get his hand tended to and then he also like he left the house with the stove on with his mom's head in on the stove and turned the heat all the way up to speed up the decomposition and then was kind of like all right I'll come back and finish after I do this and when he returned Monday night to finish the process he saw police outside the house oh and okay so he turned around and went back and then if if all of this the, like the notebook and everything wasn't enough he also was caught on surveillance weeks prior buying all of the equipment that he later used to murder his parents oh my god and he even noted in the notebook that he shouldn't go buy bullets because he'll be seen buying bullets and he didn't think he would be seen buying the other stuff what the well he he used all cash for them and went through self-checkout that's suspicious i think he bought them little by little over time but it was like it's still crazy so the police, after seeing the notebook, placed Jill Jr. under surveillance and then arrested him on November 29th in his parking lot in Baton Rouge. Upon inspection of his vehicle, police also found a meat grinder in his trunk. Ugh. So he did have the meat grinder, and I think that he was going to use it when he went back. Ugh. That's disgusting. It was determined that the murders took place on November 26th, which was two days after Thanksgiving, so the Saturday, while Lisa went to Walmart for groceries. Joel Jr. murdered his father, stabbing him at least 42 times up in his exercise room. Um, That's where his hands were found, and the exercise machine that he had was flipped over. So there was definitely a struggle, and that's how he got the cut on his hand. Okay. Wait, so it was was Joel Sr.'s hands? Yes. That were cut off? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Yep. Then when Lisa returned from Walmart, she put the groceries down and headed upstairs. And Joel Jr. stabbed her at least 31 times. And I believe it said he severed like nine of her ribs in the process. Oh, my God. So it was a vicious, aggressive attack. Yeah. And then obviously he dismembered their bodies and left them scattered throughout the house as he had planned. Obviously, he didn't he didn't plan to leave them like that, but the police got there too quick right for him to finish which is good because now we have all this evidence that uh, who knows if we would have had it i feel like he was sloppy and i feel like they definitely yeah, would have figured I, out it was him but maybe not so quickly yeah it definitely would have days later yeah it definitely would have taken them a longer time but i think that they would have gotten to him i mean i think the family would have immediately been like um he's kind of weird and also i don't think that he would have waited long to try and get the insurance. And that's what yeah. would have given him away for sure. Like your yeah. reaction to and things sometimes even, really tips the police off. 
even in the three days between when it, he was murdered and when he was arrested, he took money from his parents to pay his rent and tuition for the next couple months and then was just going to wait to get their life insurance money to to pay the rest. That's still like that's. Yeah. That's, so like I, I was honestly struggling there for a moment because I'm not sure which is worse, Porco or this guy. I, I honestly think they're kind of on the same level and i want to say porco has an added level of tragedy there where his mother doesn't believe that he axed her in the face but he did mm-hmm. i and this one this one is oh. super tragic in every way i think because they seem to do everything that they could for this idiot and then he's just like what you're taking away the money i'm gonna mutilate your body what what kind of yeah. response is that psychopathic yeah. i know that and i said my bar for psychopath was murdering dogs but it's actually lower than that it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like boiling your mom's head on the stove oh it's for sure boiling heads is psychopathic um yeah. killing dogs is like first like if you hurt a dog you suck and should die boiling heads is psychopathic for sure though um yeah yeah so the trial took place in october of 2020 just about a month ago when we're recording this it took four days, and although he pled not guilty, Joel Guy Jr. was found guilty of the murder of Lisa and Joel Guy Sr. According to ABC News, Guy Jr. was unanimously convicted on all seven charges. Two counts premeditated first-degree murder, three counts of felony murder, and two counts of abuse of a corpse. Wow, who could have predicted that? Yeah. It's, it's also... <laughs> The level of confidence he still has to enter in a not guilty plea. like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they found Seriously. your whole plan. Yeah. Like, what you- <laughs> and it's obviously premeditated. Like, <laughs> hello? That's so, I aspire and it's to have. And in your handwriting. Like, <laughs> I aspire to have that level of confidence. That's the level of confident that I want to be. Yeah. <laughs> so it took the jury just three hours to reach their verdict. That feels too long. That's too long. (laughs) It should have taken you 30 minutes. (laughs) Like, okay, yep, yep. Yeah. So on November 19th of 2020, which is just about a week ago, Joel Guy Jr.'s sentencing took place. The judge decided that he would serve two life sentences consecutively, both with parole after 51 years, plus an additional four years for the two counts of abusing a corpse, meaning that he will not be eligible for parole for 106 years. And this decision was made to ensure that he stays in prison for the rest of his life. That seems like a pretty sound decision to me. I'm good with it. Yeah. (laughs) So according to Knox news, Preston Dennison, the 17 year old grandson of Joel senior and Lisa spoke very fondly of Joel senior at the sentencing. He and his brothers had recently lost their own father. I guess the husband of, one of Joel Sr.'s daughters. And they really looked up to Joel Sr. as a father figure. Oh, so now they lost two fathers. Yeah. Preston said, quote, My family is now stronger than ever. My brothers are the strongest young men I know. We all push harder because we know he's watching. Oh, that was really sweet. Yeah. A 17-year-old. Like that, I feel like that's a very like mature and beautiful thing it's a very mature and eloquent eloquent way to say that very good very nice preston very nice preston very good job preston i Mm -hmm. like that 
Fuck you, JGJ. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> and that's our case. <laughs> I I tried to make it very concise. <laughs> it it was. But I mean, you you said it before that it's it's pretty cut and dry. Like it's yeah. Had the fire happened, that might have been a different story. But right. it didn't or go flood, away. Or, or the flood. <laughs> whatever. That he was like, I'll burn the house and I'll flood it. And I'll. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you sh- send a tornado directly onto your house? <laughs> uh, that's crazy. But yeah, so why don't we plug our sources and then we'll do our chaser, which is a BuzzFeed quiz. Everyone's personality matches Ooh. the Thanksgiving side. Here's yours. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> All right. So if you guys want to talk to us about this crazy case or share what your side dishes were this Thanksgiving and how much you enjoyed eating over Zoom with your families, hopefully, um, you can send us the pictures of food and drinks at Instagram at Dead Drunk Crime. I lost my sentence there. I didn't know where I was going. <laughs> um, you can email us about this crazy case or if you know any other insolent if you know any more ungrateful children that decided to murder their parents that we should cover then go ahead and email us at deaddrunkpod at gmail.com you can also tweet at us on the tweeters at deaddrunkcrime this whole show this whole episode in its entirety and the notes will be listed on our on the blog on our website at deaddrunkpodcast.com they're also linked in the show notes, along with the link to our own store where you can buy cool merch like a dead drunk mason jar that you might want to drink some probably cooler hot toddies. I don't, actually, it's plastic. Maybe it'll be fine. You could probably put hot toddies in it. Anyway, you can find that link on our website in the blog post or in the show notes below. And you can get some pretty cool stuff for Christmas. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> In addition to that, we're still unlocking Israel Keys. We know that we owe you an episode this month, and we're going to try and have one for you this coming weekend. Yeah, as we we're are. really good at coming in clutch at the very end of the month. <laughs> so join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash dead drunk. I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> I think that's everything. I think that's it. So. Oh, we also have a page on Facebook. It's dead drunk, oh. a true crime podcast. And you can yep. talk to us about this crazy JGJ or, you know, <laughs> whatever you want to talk about. I'll talk about anything on Dead Drunk Discussions, our yeah. page, where we want to talk to you guys, our junkies. And now yeah. that's it. Sorry, I was too overexcited for the BuzzFeed quiz. <laughs> that's okay. And also, I feel like we don't mention this, but we always mention it on Instagram. If we, a lot of times, I was going to say every week, but do it every week because i'm lazy but we post a lot of um kind of like teasers that are pictures from the case with our logo over them before we tell you what the case is and every week whoever guesses first i send them stickers so if that's not a reason for you to follow us on instagram to get free stuff i i don't know what it is there's tons of reasons to follow us on instagram you can get free stickers and do you not want to see Tierney's cute cartoons of the drinks because they're really awesome and they give you the full <laughs> recipe in one concise picture. Tierney's yes. real concise. That's our word of the month. Oh, so. <laughs> I love being concise. I, I haven't done the, the pictures in a little bit because I've been lazy, but I promise I will this week. That's fine. This I don't know <laughs> if you guys are feeling it, but this fall has been like 
big oof. Like, it's just, I oh, yeah. The end of the year is even more of a struggle than the beginning of this year. So, yeah. I'm waiting for January so I can be like, New Year's resolution. I'm getting my shit together. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm giving myself until then to get my shit together. That's fine. I think it's fair to give ourselves a break. You could be lazy. Do what you can. Don't overextend yourself. You as know. long as you're not doing it for nine years while your parents are supporting everything you do and putting their own lives on hold for you. Because then um, you should probably get your shit together now. Yeah. And getting your shit together does not mean Murdering mutilating them and boiling their heads on the stove when they stop giving you money and want to move on with their own lives because they're people too and they deserve to move on with their own lives. JGJ, I just hate you so much. Yeah, I wish it I was know. more time. I wish it was 10,000 years. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And I wish you could have seen him at the trial. Like, he's sitting there with his, like, face shield on. I was going to ask if they put him in a face shield. Yeah. And... He's like, uh, parts of it, he's like laughing. Ugh, I hate that. It's so gross. But anyway, something not gross. I hate them in the face shields, too. I just, I like, I hated Joe D'Angelo wearing a Uh face shield. Take it away. Just cough right into his mouth. Like, I just, (laughs) 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 oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's okay. (laughs) Let's find out what Thanksgiving side you are. Are you ready? Yeah, I really hope I'm sweet potatoes, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question one. Do you like pumpkin spice? No. Really? Yeah. It's okay. it's not it's not my go to. My favorite fall flavor is actually caramel. Mm. Um I like that in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I consider it a fall flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It goes with apples. Yeah. Yeah. All right, question two. What's your school favorite what? Why is it written like that? What's your school favorite subject? <laughs> uh Math, English. science, English. Yeah, okay. <laughs> English. <laughs> okay, ready? Would you rather get rid of Halloween or celebrate Christmas every month? Oh, I, I guess celebrate Christmas every month. I don't want to do either of those things. <laughs> but I guess if the other option is losing Halloween, then I have to celebrate Christmas every month. Yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. When is it acceptable to start listening to Christmas music? Never. Okay. <laughs> well, it's not. <laughs> All year, once summer's over, November or December 1st? December 24th. Literally (laughs) December 24th. (laughs) All right, so December 1st. Thank you. All right, what's your favorite fruit? Strawberries, grapes, pineapple, or mango? Mango. Mango is really good, and I didn't know how to eat it at first. I just, like, bit right into it. (laughs) <laughs> I, I just it. didn't know it was fine like and then that's when i learned that like in south american countries when they pick them off the trees they bite into it first and then just eat oh that makes sense out of there yeah it makes sense but i didn't know you just like weren't supposed to eat the skin nothing bad happened it's like kind of hard like, and like hairy isn't it it's not hairy it's not great tasting but like the inside is great so it kind of countered that out i don't know i don't like the skin on apples either but yeah i'm weird with fruit (laughs) what type of music is your favorite pop country rap or rock i don't know i guess pop because i kind of like that right now yeah i don't know i really like what people are doing in music and i don't feel like it fits into a specific genre anymore yeah you know what i mean Yeah. yeah 
Pick something you can't live without. My cell phone, my food, my Spotify account, friends. That's a hard one. Um, Because I don't feel like I could live without a lot of those things. (laughs) Um, But probably friends. Aw, I would have said food. (laughs) (laughs) Food was definitely up there for me. Like, you physically can't live without food. (laughs) Honestly, I was wrestling between friends and my Spotify account. That's what was going on in my brain. Oh, there we go. All right. Because Cody pays for premium. (laughs) (laughs) I love that for you. (laughs) Me too. Um, I think this might be the last question. What's your favorite social media platform? Instagram. No contest. Instagram. Are you ready to know what side you are? Yeah, I'm stoked. What am I? Your gravy (laughs) (laughs) why i don't know it literally doesn't say anything about your personality it just says you got gravy (laughs) that's even better there's just no explanation i wonder if everybody gets gravy (laughs) i want i want gravy (laughs) i like that's amazing you guys so this thanksgiving when you pour that gravy on your turkey think about me (laughs) This is my body. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) I'm never going to eat gravy and not think about that ever again. This Thanksgiving, you're just going to pick up the gravy and be like, this is Shelby. (laughs) Do this for the remembrance of Shelby. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. Do that. See what happens. (laughs) Uh, Adam will just be like, what? (laughs) Oh, no. Adam will probably get it. (laughs) No. He'll be like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh. Well, well, with that note, amen, we- drunkies. <laughs> Am I right? Enjoy drinking my gravy this week. <laughs> this week, tomorrow, today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Time is relative. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Family is relatives. Always remember the great poet <laughs> Gabby Hanna. <laughs> oh my god. All right, drunkies, thanks for listening. Have a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Best wishes. Warmest gravy. <laughs> <laughs>